Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town. My name's Dave. Here's what's coming up today. Uh, fresh off our first league visit to Old Trafford since 1991, the Hatters put up a fantastic performance, but just couldn't make it count. And we come away there with no points. Man United get all three with a very narrow 1-0 victory. We'll talk about that game in full in a little bit more detail. Our player focus tonight is the former Manchester United player Ted and Mengi. And just how good is a player we've got here, you know, and how much better can he get? We're going to talk about that in a little bit more, have your, your reviews on that. We've got your three-word reviews and much, much more tonight. And fresh to the podcast yet again this weekend, or from this weekend, we've got Pataro and Steve, fellas. How are you going? Hello. Good. Yeah, all yeah, good? Lovely. Thanks very much, mate. Brilliant. It was a, it was an, it was a good trip, uh, Steve. I know you couldn't make the trip, but you, um, you watched the game. And Thank God for that. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Well, thank God he didn't make the trip. Yeah. It's harsh, isn't it? That's well, really that's, harsh. That's, that's, that's not a good start, is it? I mean, it? to be fair, I had a massive hangover, so it's like, yeah, thank God he's not here. When you get to Old Trafford, you know, you probably get caught up in all the, all the former glory of that club. It's a massive, massive club. It has a massive following throughout the world. It was quite apparent uh, there was a lot of tourists around. Mm. It's quite apparent, Patara, would you say? And, uh, yeah. You know, we didn't, buy, we didn't buy half and half scarf, but there was plenty on sale. Oh, it's ridiculous. I mean, from the moment we turned up, I mean, what time did we get there? About half 11, maybe, quarter to 12-ish. Yeah. And even from then, you had people walking around, obviously, around that part of Manchester, towards, obviously, uh, Salford and, and whatnot. But yeah, half and half scarves, literally probably, you say, every sort of like quarter of a mile. Yeah. It and was a joke. It and was an absolute joke. Yeah. The type of people that, I know, buy those at the first games, kids and things like that, I get that. Adults in them and myself, I just don't mm-hmm. understand. Tourists. Yes, tourists, literally. Yeah. They were there. For, some people were queuing. I think there was a massive um, queue just to get to the megastore, wasn't there? And oh, you yeah. Could, you clearly I mean, see it was just all tourists. Look, yeah. They know how to market their club. Yeah. And, and you can't put aside how big Manchester United are mm. and how brilliant their club has been over the years. They're, I don't think they're at that stage right now, but, you know, they are enormous club. Uh, I just want to say also that... Uh, the line bar where we ended up. Quality, that. Um, if, if Mick or Gary or David Wilkinson are listening to this, uh, nice to see you in there. Um, it was a good atmosphere all day. Yeah, it was, a good, it was a good trip. Like I said, I think we got parking probably about a 10-minute walk from the stadium. Thanks to myself. Dave didn't trust me, but, you know, come up with the goods. Yet is, is it true, Bataro, <laughs> that you claimed you were a resident and told someone to move their vehicle? <laughs> yes, I did, yeah. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good yeah, move, he, I like that. To be fair, though, he was trying to block the uh, block the space for someone else. But I was like, no, sorry, mate, you can't do that. Mm. The driving instructor, you know, and this is our space, blah, blah, blah. And there we were in it. Yeah. Um, it's good to be back on this big stage and, you know, disappointing for the result. But the game itself, we'll talk about in a, in a moment, but it was a it was a... Pretty good atmosphere for the away fans. and I don't know whether the aesthetics of, of the stadium meant we didn't hear Manchester United fans, but it, it was so quiet. It was silent from the Man U fans. I, mean, I, I watched it live. It was silent 
all afternoon. All you heard was the, uh, the Luton fans. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, like that's what Dave said to me. If it got to the second half, he's like, do you think maybe it's because we're so high up and obviously the way the mm. stadium's built? And I went, no, Dave, honestly, you cannot hear a no. thing. Even when we stopped singing for maybe 30 seconds, mm. it was just really, really poor from their behalf. I saw one clip on... Uh, Twitter, I refuse to call it by its new name. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so. um, and it was uh, with the Luton fans to the right-hand side of the person that was taking it. And it was as the players were coming over to get their ovation at the end. And the noise from the Luton fans was brilliant. And you could clearly see 40 or 50-odd Manu fans all clapping the Luton fans. And I thought, there you go. Respect, so yeah. you know what it's about. Talk about clapping the Luton fans after the press we had last week uh, when we played Liverpool. It was brilliant to see that, as we expected anyway, mm. the the minute silence was mm. impeccable. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It was amazing. It, it's quite emotional on, on, on those days, yeah, it isn't it? It gives you goosebumps, doesn't it, really? When you hear yeah. it, but it's, yeah, I'd say, brilliant. man, you do th- sort of events like that really well. You know, uh, on uh, previous occasions, you know, the, the the players have walked out in complete silence. So, no, I think they know what they're doing with things like that. It was very, very moving and, you know, you know, I, I have relatives that were involved in both wars and um, or both world wars. I know there's been plenty more and it was just an amazing tribute. Well done to, to every fan. But, you know, given the crap that we had the previous week with regards to chanting and whatever else, um, Luton fans, we were exceptional. Yeah, yeah exceptional. Brilliant, brilliant. Let's have a look at your three word reviews from uh, Manchester United 1, Luton Town 0. We have Nick says another flipping defeat. Yeah. Victor competing once again. Ashley stayed in the game. Phil, he's full of pride. Ben, really, really unlucky. Louise, lacking final third. Darren said, be more braver. Nice words. John Morris, too isolated. Graham, time-wasting Red Devils. And finally, Simon says, we deserve something. Take your pick out of those boys. Uh, Two, if I can. Every uh, every week you do two, Steve. Yeah, I know, (laughs) because I'm greedy. Now, Darren, see, he said, be more braver. I'm not saying he's wrong, but what I'm saying is, is that grammatically correct? Has he, has he, should it be, <laughs> be braver and he's just put more in to make it up to three? Or be more brave? Be more brave, yeah. Oh, do you know what, I knew he was going to pick up on that. Anyway, so Darren, yeah, ignore that, mate. Oh, very, very good. Uh, Louise, lacking final third. Yeah. But Tyra, anything for you? I mean, competing once again, I always go for a positive on this one. I feel like we did compete. Yeah, admittedly, mm. I think they had probably the better chances, which is pretty clear to see. I think they had two or three maybe in the game where, you know, we'll get into that. But uh, yeah, that and if you're going to go for two, maybe lacking final third. So the same as Steve. And, and yeah. when you say lacking final third, we've got the strikers there uh, and we did create some chances. Let's be fair. We did create some chances. Mm. Um I want to say, and I think I said this to you on the day, Bataro, when I was at Aston Villa, every time Villa got the ball and they went forward, I think, mm-hmm. oh, Jesus Christ, here comes yeah. a goal. Or They are so quick. They are so good. I didn't feel that on Saturday. I didn't feel that Manchester United had the same threat as Aston Villa, which is a mm. strange thing to say, isn't it? Yeah, I, I um, didn't feel um, sort of stressed out about Man U. I mean, they're not in a great place at the moment, but... Uh, not by their standards, by Premier League standards, they were very average. The amount of balls that went straight out of play from crosses and things like that. It's not what you expect to see from a team like that. Um, yeah, the, the um, lacking final third, you know, we'll go into the game a bit more. Uh, Morris had a lovely header. You couldn't have asked any more. He was quite a long way out. I just don't think there's enough goals in us. We've, we've scored 
two goals on only two occasions. You know, the great comeback against um, Forest yeah. and Everton. And you're asking too much of the defensive side of the team to keep clean sheets week in, week out. You know, and I'm, I'm totally accepting of our situation, sort of financially and with the players that we've got. And they're doing absolutely everything. But I just think that we're coming up short in that regard. Bataru, yeah. when we was there, I, I said to you, I didn't, ex, you know, I didn't expect us to win to start with. I was hoping we'd get something mm. out of the game. You know, the hope mm. was there. Yeah, but you don't expect us to win. But when you think about who we've just played, Liverpool exactly. are now second in the division. Mm-hmm. Manchester United only six points off the top place. Yes, yeah, I didn't realise that until the way only back. six yeah. points. Mm. So as much as people say they're not doing very well. Um, they're only six points off the top place. And, and right, yeah. So when you think about the quality of teams, Aston Villa, Liverpool, Manchester United, mm. we, we've put up a show this time. I mean, we've, look, what I was going to say, with all due respect to Man United, if I have to give them any, is the fact, I know what you were saying about the Liverpool game, but what I will say about the United game is, and I've watched them a few times this season, and I'll be honest, they bore me to death the way they play the style of football. It's almost like it's very cautious, like build up. It's very uh, almost like negative in a way. You remember under Fergie when they were playing well, there would be a relentless yes. flow going forwards, and you couldn't stop it. This seems very manufactured and yep. slow and deliberate. There's there's no natural uh, sort of feel to what they're doing. Because the what I will say is obviously about the possession stats. I don't know how much possession we had. I mean, oh six. They, sorry, they had sixty four percent possession. But do you know what? Probably about. I don't know, 15, 20 minutes of that game was only pre-played in their, their half. You know what I mean? It's, well, if not more. 20, 20 minutes in, it was 75-25, but I think the second half was almost 50-50. Yeah. yeah. Which for, for us is crazy, having that much Well, ball. you talk about the times when um, Manchester United were in the team to beat. Mm. You go to Old Trafford fully expecting to not win. Mm. In the same way that if you go to Manchester City now, you're probably thinking, there's not a chance we can win. But and not, not just mean us, I mean any team yeah. goes there. But this is the thing, this, I think that just shows like how far we've actually come as a club though, as a team. Uh, the, the fact that we've gone to Man United, Old Trafford and gone, do you know what, we're, we're a bit, I would say I, gutted, I think gutted was probably against Liverpool. Slightly disappointed that, you know, we could take yeah, a better chance. 100% or, you know. disappointed we came away with nothing. I think we deserve something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think that was my three review. We, did, we deserve something. Mm. Um, but what I'm saying is no team, doesn't matter who you are, goes to that stadium anymore. Fear and fear. Of, no. in fear yeah. of playing Manchester United in the in the in the previous years, you know, back in the nineties and the eighties when they were well relatively good in the eighties, brilliant yeah. in the nineties. Yep. Um, you'd go to Manchester United and you'd go, "There's no chance we're going to win," mm. and and our record there proves that. Yeah, you know, because we've never won there. No, um, I didn't feel that Saturday. No, no, I mean it, it was a bit like that, wasn't it? It was just like, I mean, like I said about their style of play, and I thought to myself. Is that maybe Man United, you know, the confidence is maybe slightly low, people are getting on their back and maybe maybe it does drop off. I don't know. Because some of the players they've got, they're not characters as they once had, you know. Mm. The likes well, of your not characters, but they're world-class players, Bataro. <sighs> See, they are world-class players. I wouldn't, are I they? Disagree, I disagree. I, agree. I don't no, think all, all of them are. No, sorry, Dave. I don't. I'd no, say they have couple. world-class players. So Rashford's not a world-class player. No, I don't think so. Um, yeah, no. I'm not going to lie. I don't rate him that highly personally, okay. but no. people might disagree with us. But I know, I know what you're saying. There's players that have come with in high regard and, you know, you, you look at it and go, oh, it's, they cost me. I think people look at the price thing and go, oh, 70 odd million for Anthony. Mm. He must be really good. Well, realistically, mm. he's not. Just as an aside, actually, seeing Harry Maguire play, 
I've seen him play for England. He was their best player, by the way. He, he yeah. played all right, didn't he? Yeah, but it's... He, it's he, relative, he, isn't it? It's he, easy to take the mickey out of him, isn't it? And that's, like, that's why he's getting a lot of it. I, yeah. I like him, to be fair. I've got to put my hands up. I really like Harry Maguire. I think he's a good player, but yeah. Let's think about the game then. The United started quite quickly, I think. They had a few good chances really, really early in the, in the game. They had a lot of possession. Uh, and on the day when this happened, uh, the next... When, was it Hoyland? Yeah. Um, I just don't... I can't sum up how brilliant... Kaminsky's save was. Mm. Yeah, it, it was absolutely superb. I mean, we obviously done a good job because obviously I, I watched it at home and I've been the sad I've done some notes and the first <laughs> note I've got is 11 minutes and it's Kaminsky's save. So the first 10 minutes we were totally... Um, Under sort of, the course. Uh, yeah, but but no, nothing to worry about or else yeah. it would have been in my notes. But yeah, what a save from Kaminsky. And, but it was like the one he'd done at Villa. So yeah, he is fast feeling that he feels yeah. part of being a Premier League player and what I will say touching on world class I'm not saying world class but he has made some world class saves this season as well yeah. and I've kept us in game as well mm. at times so do you know what big round of applause for that guy because he is phenomenal at shot stopping isn't he Yeah, reaction save great it seems that we've started all our games in the Premier League where we're on the back foot straight away I would say you know the, 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 maybe with the exception of Burnley and Wolves but and Fulham, actually. We weren't too bad at Fulham. Mm. Do, do you feel this is, again, where we felt we've started slowly yeah, I surrendering the ball? I think we start slowly just to get our feet in the game. Yeah. Um, and, we, you know, United did create chances and they could have scored, but our defence was pretty solid and our goalkeeper was exceptional. And to be fair, even our shape as well. I mean, we were quite high up, so we got a good view of the pitch, didn't we? And obviously a great angle. I don't know about you boys when you go out of football, but when you, especially when you're high up, you can see the whole like, pitch, like sort mm. of like a bird's eye view. I always look at the shape. I'm constantly watching the shape of the team, and I tell you what, our shape it's phenomenal. Wow, it was good. Yeah. This season has been fantastic. Mm. You know, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and, and this is the reason why we've been in every single game yeah. so far. Defensively, it's absolutely sound. And I say it's it is just the the, mm -hmm. the goals. You know, because you can't expect the, the defence to be holding out. But we are making it so difficult for other teams. It would just be great if someone could give us mm -hmm. Ivan Tony or <laughs> so, something like that. Someone give us Ivan yeah, Tony. Yeah. yeah, we'll have him. Yeah, let's have him for free. Why not? Uh, he's looking for a new club, I would imagine. If he goes back to Brentford, he's going to be phenomenal at Brentford. Yeah, and he would have, a, but, an, but old, the, the, he'd have an old friend from Brentford in Luke, wouldn't he? Yeah, but they're all they're all... Uh, you know, other clubs are courting him anyway. Oh, so, yeah, and, you yeah. know, you can see that the offer will come in and w will Brentford let that offer go? Who knows? No, but it but, just shows you how close we are to being more than a team that's making a, a fight yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah. It just shows you how close we are. It's actually going from sort of like beginning of the season where people are actually going, oh, loot and get out of the Premier League. Yeah, you, you, you're, you're whipping useless, boys. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're actually not making a fight, you're making it boring until people are actually the last sort of three or four weeks going, do you know what? Hats off to Luton. Well, on, right. on that point, if you think about um, Burnley's progression, I mean, they, they stormed the championship, mm. which apparently was really bad. But Dave, they're but, just unlucky, remember? Yeah, well, I'm going to say is, and I don't know if you're going to agree with me, any other manager mm. with the form that Vincent Company has shown in this league mm. would have been sacked. With yep. the amount of money spent as well. I think he would have been sacked. It's him, near, right? on, yeah. near on £90 million, pound, I believe. £80 million, pounds, something like that. Yeah, why, why hasn't he gone? Yeah, no, I totally agree with you, right. mate. But we're not going to get rid of Robbie Edwards because he's, he's, he's Luton, isn't he? He's the man. Yeah, yeah of course. He's yeah. the man, mate. He's the man, yeah. 
on the game itself on, on, on Saturday then, so, you know, we, we've sort of, the onslaught started and, you know, we stopped it. Um, and then, Steve, you've got loads more notes. Mm. Do you want to say anything before I get on to the Well, well no, I was saying 19, 20 minutes uh, starting to press a bit higher. Yeah. And, uh, we and were that, starting to impose ourselves. So it, it took us, with the slow start, it took us 19 or 20 minutes to get to maybe where the, our starting point was. But yeah, we started to uh, press a bit higher and try to impose ourselves on the on the game, even if it was without the ball to a large degree. So oh, I'm really impressed. Sorry, just looking at your notes, I'm really impressed. Yeah, it's really cool. No, 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 not that. Just the fact that he can read his own notes because that's disgraceful at handwriting. I'm going to say it's like a doctor's prescription, <laughs> isn't it? It literally is. <laughs> right. Awful. Um, Ogbeni's been brilliant this season. He mm. gets our first chance, Pataro, and, you know, first shot on goal for us, I think really on target, was from him. Uh, easy save for Anana. Yeah, you can't say much more, really, can you? Uh, straight at him. Yeah, what'd you say, yeah. really? Yeah, that's it. You summed it up. It's, it, it, Simple save for the keeper, but look, they couldn't cope with us. Target, I guess they couldn't <laughs> cope with us down the sides on, no. on the right hand side when we were attacking them, and the second half on the left hand side as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just after thirty minutes, we get the chance from Morris. Now, um, I think did the ball just break to us? Did we did we chase it down? I can't remember. Uh, but Kabore straight down yeah I think it was a it was a pass up the wing to him because oh, yeah, it, was a, it, it broke to our sort of right right wing back area yeah, and yeah. it was played up the line to Kabore uh, Kabore had sorry just about to say I'm touching Kabore he had acres of space quite a lot of the time, a lot of the time in, in the first and the second half to be fair to him as well he was finding pockets when he down that right hand side mm-hmm. I don't know if it was like a tactical thing from whoever like so w- when the ball comes over and you and from where we were standing, you look up and you see Morris. He's got a free header. He, he'd got a beautiful position beautiful in between position, the two yeah. defenders. Yeah, he he got that absolutely spot on. Right. So on the day itself, I thought glorious chance. Should he have scored? No, I was going to say if he couldn't do any more, any more than that. Personally, that's what I think. It was a long way out. I think he was just the other side of the penalty spot, sort of in in the line. In that, yeah. it was a good connection on target. I don't think you could have, could have asked no. much more of him. No, you couldn't. He connected really well. Yeah. Um, I mean, put it this way. Say, for example, back in the day, Andy Carroll, you, you put a delivery in and you put go, oh, Andy Carroll might, you know, you expect him to score, he's so good in the air. But realistically, even if the keeper had saved from him, you wouldn't have like, any mm. worries about it. Was it was a good chance, though. It was a good chance, and he made the most of it because he was quite a long way out. If he was three yards nearer mm-hmm. in... Then, maybe, then, then yeah. you've got to say you've got to put that away. But and it, it, was, it was a long way out. Yeah. Lovely connection on target, nice and crisp. Just keep good, him, good keep connection him. as well. Like I say, good connection. It was. It's just right. the keeper was the keeper was well positioned. I think we've got to credit okay. the goalkeeper. As I was well. going to ask that question there. Oh, oh, Nana, was he well positioned? That was really my was, first yeah. question. And my second question was, did he make it look good for the cameras, or was it an excellent save? It was a good save. It's a very, very good save. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, an absolute oh my god save, uh, but, but he was yeah. he was well positioned. Yeah, yeah, you know, right. if you think Morris was sort of level with the near post, so he's not going to be sort of towards the back post having to scramble. So he was positioned mm-hmm. right, which made the save easier. Yeah. So disappointing, uh, but then I I think again, Bataro on Saturday I said to you, we need to get half time nil nil because they were pressing, and I think, get nil-nil, regroup, and come out. And we, we managed that. Yeah, we, I, think, I think we've all felt, to be fair, that we were confident in the fact that we were get to, we would get to half-time, sorry, and get to a nil-nil. But, like, you know, obviously, certain things obviously pop up occasionally. You know what happens. 
can see silly goals, but I did not feel any threat really from Man United apart from the two opportunities they had. I, I didn't feel like they were getting behind much. They, it was very passive. I don't know. It was just. Mm. Well, the same. I was confident. I was very confident that we wouldn't concede. We said already at Villa when that happened. Every time Villa got the ball, you thought, "Oh, here we go." Mm. And I thought, I thought we did. We we did lucky to just lose three 0 at Villa and Manchester United. I just didn't three one. Villa. Yeah. Sorry, thank you for that. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Yeah, it was the OG. I didn't count it for us. <laughs> you're so happy yourself, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, one for you. Yeah. I'll get you back. Uh, but for, for, yeah, 40 what, what I'm trying to say to you is, is that every time Villa got the ball went forward, I thought, yeah. here comes a goal. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, exactly. I didn't feel that at Liverpool at home. I didn't feel that at Tottenham at home. I didn't mm-hmm. feel that at West Ham. At Tottenham at the beginning, really, really fast. Mm-hmm. But for me, Manchester United, I didn't feel that they were breaking us down as quickly or as easily no. as some other teams have. No, they did break us down in the 40th minute, though. Um, I think Kabore got caught upfield. Oh, yes. Hopefully, hopefully, hopelessly yeah. out of position. Um, they played it out to Garnacho, But, you know, I've said Kabore was hope, hopelessly out of position. Well, but it, it, it was him that yeah. recovered and sort of got the ball. I mean, Kaminsky held him up well. You know, he yeah. made him sort of go around him. So again, Kaminsky done really well there. But Kabore did get back and sort of got it. To, but that, that we did, they did carve us over. Yeah, that then. was probably the only time you look at it and go, like I said about shape about five minutes ago. It's probably the only time you look at it and go, actually, the shape there is terrible. Mm. But then, yeah, I can't really remember the phase of four, like the phase of four in the play. But do we get caught in a counter? I, I, I think so. He, he yeah. was caught upfield and that. I mean, so yeah, I kind of I can understand why in a, in a, in a sense. But like you say, yeah, it was a great but, recovery. But, it, but in those positions, maybe should we have shuffled across though? Yeah, yeah, you know, well, possibly. Yeah. But also, good composed half from Barkley. Again, well, no, Ross Barkley, we haven't yeah, even mentioned. Um, I know, but yeah. I, I, it's what a, what a lovely because after sport. the Liverpool one, we said, right, now we want to see it again more often. And we did. If we can just find his shooting boots, mm-hmm. then then you, you're close to getting it's the game, ideal Ross Barkley back. It's, it's, isn't ga- you? it's game time, isn't it? It's yeah, he's looking, he's looking sharper and sharper. Mm. Uh, the weeks go by, he's looking sharper, to be fair to him. And he's, yeah. And do you know what? I'm, some of the passes he makes, the basic, basic passes, but you look at it and you go, like outside the boot pass, and I, like you say, people are going, yeah, but you can anyone could do that. But, it's, but it's, no. it's, the, it's the simple things, though, that you know, rather than passing it to someone's feet on occasions, you pass yeah. it in front of them Timing so they can run, well. you know, because that Timing, just yeah. you know slows down the whole move. But good, good, good half from him. A fit Rob, Bar- a fit, a fit Ross Barkley, <laughs> a fit Ross Barkley, or a fit Jordan Clark, who starts? That's oh, a tough one, isn't it? I think they both start to be fair in the same midfield, so. Steve, you're quiet. It's close, isn't it? Be- because Clark has done it and sort of created so many great chances for us. I would su- I would suggest that Clark's probably a better finisher. Maybe, oh. maybe. No, I'm not saying he's more composed. It's just you know, Barkley shooting hasn't been there so far. But I think they're two different players. Yeah. You know, similar positions, but they play it in, in a different way. So it's a cracking question, which I'm not going to answer. I think you might even say, see John Clark play. A little bit different as well. Like he might come on potentially on the left or the right of wing back every now and then if we need him as well. It might not. Look, I mean, last season I think he played what uh, left or right of the midfield, basically the three holding the LC one or two there. But mm. he, he can play holding as well. That's the it thing. will. It will be quite an interesting one for yeah. uh, Edwards to sort well, out. That's why we've got a manager, isn't it? And this coaching staff. Um, second halves. We've always said uh, in the last few weeks when we started our second halves, start fast, start well, mm. and 
we haven't. We we've mm. sort of like either almost conceded or conceded mm. or have been on the back foot. Yeah, I didn't see that in the second half at Old Trafford, Bataro. Sorry, I, I'll be honest. I was literally looking at something here. I didn't even hear what you said. I'm so sorry. Do you want me to jump? Uh, yeah, go on. Yeah, jump jump. Hoyland had a half chance header for 48 minutes. I think. I think. But uh, that's it. It's a half chance. D- well, I thought, I, thought, I thought it was a good chance, but when we was watching the highlights just before uh, recording this, uh, Bataro disagreed. Oh, yeah, it, yeah, no. See, but yeah, it's the back it's of his diffi- head. It's difficult. Back it's of his difficult. head, his shoulder. But it was his shoulder. Well, it, he obviously saw the, um, Diaz for Liverpool thinking, oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. You use the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. and he thought, I'll have a go at that. Um, difficult chance, though. Honestly, well, it's difficult. The point is, we got through that first five, yeah. 10, 15 mm-hmm. minutes, mm-hmm. and you're thinking, okay... You know, let's just keep this up. Can we keep a clean sheet? It's it's almost impossible to keep a clean sheet there, isn't it? For for some teams and teams at our level, do you not agree? The way the game was unfolding and the and the way they were crossing the ball and having Kaminsky for those couple of wonderful moments, I I did see it being a nil nil yeah, or same. or something like that. It was only going to take some naff goal, which it did. So uh, to yeah, under well, I just remember thinking to myself, if we concede now, I'll be so gutted. Yeah, like it, yeah. It, it was almost like, and like you say, you get they get the goal, and it's just m- I, well, absolutely I, nothing as well. On the day itself, I was thinking um, we could we could just see it through. Mm-hmm. Uh, the goal itself was a bit poor, wasn't it? Um, we had a couple of chances to clear that yeah. from the corner, um, and it hit the back legs of somebody. I can't see yeah. who it was, and it falls to Lindelof. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, I was going to pronounce it, but thanks, boys. <laughs> Probably hasn't scored for about well, six years either as well. No, when you're six yards out, you don't score, then yeah, you shouldn't be playing. That was a you know, it was an easy goal, and it's so disappointing because all that hard work. Yeah, that's a, that's exactly it. The the hard work, you know, the meticulous planning, the positional play, yeah. and then yeah, just one naff moment, and that's it. And then then you got a real uphill uh, bat on but, your hands but we didn't give up and we carried oh, on no. we created some more sp- chances it just wasn't our day mm. and I'm going to go with that it just wasn't our day um, just before we finish talking about the game I just want to talk about um, the 72nd minute because the ovation mm. that Jordan Clark yeah. got for when he came on that pitch was amazing yeah and absolutely right as well he, he's, he's been the best free transfer mm. Yeah, he's been he, he has to be. I, I, you know, I know we've had some absolute belters, but for me, he's been the best free transfer. And you know the way he's adapted to the the different levels and imposed himself. He's so calm and on the ball, adaptable to positions as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. T- uh, two footed. You know, mm-hmm. and we've always got that Wembley moment from. Yeah, him. this is it. Yeah, That's always. The main thing, yeah. So forever, he'll be a name that we'll always remember. Yeah. Um, it's good to see him on. Eight minutes goes up. Thought we might get another chance. We had a free kick, Barkley into the wall. Um, that that was disappointing. If Townsend was on the pitch, would he have taken it? I don't know. But you know what? You come away, the, the, the ending of that game, 1-0, when Manchester United are wasting their own time um, oh, just to get to the end. They whole of the second half, to be fair, yeah. weren't they, wasting time? It was mm. ridiculous. I mean, as soon as they come under any pressure, possession-wise or whatever... It's almost like, oh, let's try and start the game now. Let's try and like... It was, it was quite embarrassing. The, the, they were a team very short of confidence. Oh, self yeah, belief. literally like we said at the beginning that they were very short. You can see it, but... Yeah. And on the way back, obviously me and Dave listed the radio on the way back on, I think, Tour Sport. And all, day, all I can remember is Dave kept going, fucking hell, why does like, none of the managers give us any like credit, blah, 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 because obviously Ten Hag came out and was, oh, you know this and that about us. 
never once mentioned us. Yeah, but yeah, but he's he's worried about his own position, so yeah, he's yeah. going to big up his side yeah. of it, even if it's oh, justified course, course, or not. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, don't worry about other yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. we, I just thought I'd mention that a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but to keep our own. It was, it was more Dave's who's better getting emotional, not me. But yeah, sorry, Dave. I think yeah. sometimes credit where credit's due. Whether or not we won the game, we had a plan. We stuck to the plan, and actually we we did well. At, and that that goes from the from the ovation the players got after the game after a one 0 yeah. defeat. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know, a lot of people say, "Well, it's your first season; you're going to cheer every game." But you know what? If Luke, I, I think a bit of novelty yeah. factor would be wearing off now, but with with regards to that sort of um, reaction, and it isn't because we're putting in a shift. Yeah, that's all um, we ask as well. That's all we ask. Well, let's. We we need to move on. We're going to run out of time otherwise. Um, but. I'm going to say about the whole Old Trafford experience. For me, I loved going to watch Luton Town there. I wouldn't want to go there every week and sit in that no. silent stadium no. with the tourists um, mm. watching Manchester United. But that's because I support Luton Town, obviously. And, you know, brilliant, brilliant day out. But sadly, the wrong result. We move on. We go on to the next thing, next next game, uh, Crystal Palace at home. And let's hope we get a better one than that. Uh, we're going to briefly look at uh, Ted and Mengi and... Uh, Oh my goodness! What do you think of this player, Batara? You oh, are mate. really impressed by him. Oh mate, honestly, every time I see this guy playing, I think, what an absolute animal! He's a monster, mate. This guy, <laughs> he's, he's got it all. Has he got it all? Like, yeah, I don't know how old the guy is. He was he twenty one, twenty two? But look, this guy is playing like an experienced player at this level, and considering he's been thrown in without really knowing the players too well, mm. from. You know, position that we were in with defensive um, options and whatever else availability. But this guy, man, every week he is just performing and out maybe outperforming what he should be like because no one expected this. For oh yeah, just be solid. This, but now nah, this guy, this guy can play football as well. Mm. He when, can defend. He can run. He's athletic. He's every. He's everything you need in the centre half. I tell you what, I'm going to make a statement now. This guy's going far. Right. I was going to say, do you love him as much as you love Mr. Bradley? You can't ask that question. That's I've just asked the no, question. No, 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 Dave. You know the answer. To that. Hit him on. and Bradley are exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know. um, right, I'm going to be honest. Before he joined us, I had no idea who he was. No. So, same as that. I, I, know, you, I know he was at Derby a couple of years ago. That's all I knew about yeah. him, to be fair. I but, had yeah. no idea who he was. Mm. Um, he's impressed me, Steve. What about you? Yeah, um, really good. He doesn't look the tallest of defenders. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how tall he is, but... Um, he's about 6'1", 6'2", yeah. maybe, yeah. Well, Everyone's taller than you, I was going to say, the crankers are taller than me, though, <laughs> honestly. Um, no, as Bataro said, he's aggressive, he's strong, he's got pace. But I think his positional play is decent. Mm. I think he's working well within the unit. I've, yeah, I'm really chuffed to bits that he's on, on our yeah, side. Brilliant. And uh, long mate continue, yeah. He's... He's a very strong player. He's, yeah. he's very intelligent as well he's with his class, movement. Mate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I say we, did, we didn't know what to expect when he first came into the club. Was like, who's this guy? And obviously, when he first got put into the team, because obviously through injuries and whatever else, I'm not saying I was worried, but I was a bit like, oh, you know, it's a bit of a tough one for him. Is he going to? And I tell you, what, he's, he must have some like um, strong mentality. Or I can say he's got really good game awareness yeah, yeah. as well. He, you know, he's confident he, as well. He's, within he, the yeah. defensive unit, he he mm-hmm. just seems to. He takes understand charge. it all, and he yeah. takes charge as well. He, I think he's, he looks like a leader as well. Timing, timing of his tackles is really mm-hmm. good. No, I'd, it's been really good how how he stepped up to the plate. And I so, think he's a starter for me now as well. I can't see. Him. Well, that was my next question. Oh, sorry, Dave. Sorry, twice don't, tonight, worry, mate. don't worry. Sorry. It's, it's fine. I was going to say if everybody else in the squad is fit, 
Is he his first? Is he the first name on the sheet? Yeah, for me at the moment he is. He's the best defender at the moment, performance-wise. I think you got to do well to get him out of the team mm-hmm. at the moment. Absolutely. It's who, fantastic, mate. He really is. Who do you leave out to p- keep him in? <laughs> I love the silence. Oh, I hate this. I, I always hate this question, to be fair. I, I heard you offend. I've just got a horrible feeling that if everyone is fit and performing, Lockyer doesn't start. Do you know no. what? I agree. That's, that's what I was about to say. But And know. I love him to bits, but I yeah. just think pace-wise, I think that's where... The struggle is your club captain doesn't start. Yeah, I think you have to have you have to have different players. Like not different players. I'm not saying they're, they're you know whatever. But for me, it'd be Amari Bell, mm-hmm. Mengi on form at the moment, and if fit, it's either out of Osho or Burke. Yeah, I, 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 I mean Tom Lock is, is good as good as anyone. But I'm I'm talking about on form and performances. I'm not saying he, like this isn't. I don't want to say anything bad about the guy. It's not bad. It's just, it's no criticism. It's like, just unfortunately, sometimes you have to try different things, I think. And just, yeah. For me, I'd, I'd love to see Lockyer. For me, when I see Lockyer in the team, it's not like, oh God, he's playing. Nothing like that. Lockyer like, had a fantastic game. Fanta- yeah, he did. He's fan- yeah. He is a fantastic player. Yeah. And it would also take a, a lot of the natural leadership that he gives that mm-hmm. would come out of the team that's so, the only thing we're yeah, so, so yeah. that, that would have to be a factor you know who would take over that I'm the captain and you know everyone buys mm-hmm. into it role because everyone listens yep. to Lockyer yes. you know he, he's a real genuine captain but I just think on play I think he's the he's the one that's vulnerable and that, it, well that's here's, here's another question then if Mengi stays with us and becomes a real part of Luton Town and you know the back does he end up getting himself into that position where they go okay your turn to be captain I mean I don't know I don't know what he's like as a human being to be fair or you know how he performs in training or what he's communicating I mean we don't know what he's like but you know potentially I I can't I generally can't answer that question because like I said I don't know we don't know I've not seen enough of him with regards to that being a leader I'll tell you who does you can see it on the pitch all the time who's got that leadership and organising skills and that's Ogbeni. Well, I knew you were going to say that. Mm-hmm. And these are the players like Ogbeni and for me, Mengi, if we don't stay in the league, we have to keep. Mm. Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Um, we asked you guys, what have you made his performances so far? Does he start at first choice if, if everyone else is fit? Ryan says, the kid is going to be top. If it wasn't for injuries, he would have got the chance at United. His pace, along with his strength, suits our way of playing to a T. If he stays fit, he's definitely going to be one of the first names on the team sheet. For me, a proper ball-playing centre-half. Kevin wasn't wholly convinced by what I saw in his first couple of matches, but I was impressed with the last two games in particular. He's made a number of critical interceptions and looks pretty comfortable at this level now. He should get better too. He's only young, right? Yeah. So, well, you can't just jump in quickly. What I will say as well, Man United actually wanted to keep him on as well. He was, I think, I read, uh, well, I know, I read he was basically the last of his age group You're right. to be kept on the Man United as well. So and that's how high they thought of him. So, yeah. It says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. LTFC meme says, the man is class. He's a definite starter for us. Young legs with an old head are a killer combination. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we'll keep him fit and he's a really bright future with us. Yeah. Chaz believes, yes, he's our best centre-back. None better at positioning, technical awareness, speed of thought and movement, passing accuracy and physical strength. Looks our most likely future England player. Wow, that's a big statement. 
Well, let's, let's know that one. Someone go and put a couple of quid on that. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, Chris says, a really good start to his looting career and they can see the potential. When all the centre-backs are fit, there is a good competition. Lock his starts, probably with Osho and Bell for pace, but Mengi and Burke are great options. And finally, Lee says, for such a young player, he's solid and reliable. He's only going to get better. Super signing. As much as I love Burke, his fitness mm. makes him unreliable. Lockyer, Mengi and Osho as our starting eleven centre-backs, in my honest opinion. Yeah. That's another uh, thing as well, like I say, fitness with Burke as well. That's why actually maybe he probably doesn't start, to be fair. So, that yeah. that is we've such a forgot, shame, isn't it? We've even forgotten about Mads. Jeez, yeah, yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? Oh, wow. It's crazy so that we've... got injured. Yeah, mm. and when you think about our squad and you and you forget to mention players that we were really impressed with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And let's face it, all these vendors that we've got, it's like, like I said, we, we're only making an opinion, but these players, we were saying, oh, certain people miss out. It's not because they're bad footballers. They're very, very good footballers. It's just the balance. That's all it is. I think for balance along the back three, four, whatever it is. Burke must be absolutely gutted about his fitness record. It, it must be doing his head in. Because when he's on form, he's yeah. really, really well, good. He, yeah. was, he was another one at West Ham. And my moment was used to bang on about it. Oh, Reese Burke, great yeah. play, great play, but can't keep himself And, and a real goal for it. Yeah. A real goal for it. Ball playing centre-half, brilliant. Like the, but yeah, look, it's, yeah, they're all great players. They're all brilliant players, aren't they? Brilliant. So we're, we're heading to international break time now. Um, something that I just can't get used to. We, it seems like we get going and then we stop. Oh, we get going and then we I stop. Know. It's like, um, club news today, Crystal Palace game sold out. You'd expect that anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're lucky enough to be someone who can get a ticket for oh, Brentford wow. away, it's only 1,700. Mm. Uh, that's a good day out. Stadium's great. The atmosphere's great. Um, it'll be a good day out if you can get it. Um, I want to briefly touch on um, the donations that some Luton fans have made to the Hillsborough funds um, and helped raise it up to 28.1K, which is, you know, is a good thing. And there's a lot of it. It's all about the chanting the other week. Um, and we've, we've done that one. Um, and uh, next five fixtures, fellas, as always, Crystal Palace, Brentford, and then you look and go, oh, God, Manchester City. Don't we have Arsenal as well? Yeah, something? I thought we had Arsenal as well in there. And Same Newcastle. week, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah we've got City. Arsenal, Man City yeah. next to each other. Tuesday, uh, yeah. One Saturday or whatever, isn't it? Yeah. And then, yeah, so yeah. producer yeah. Jacob, he needs to look at his fixtures better. God, Let's call it next six fixtures. <laughs> no. Because Arsenal's in there somewhere. No, because Bournemouth is not where he's put it. Ah, um, so Bournemouth's so got to be scrubbed out, is it? Oh, yeah, Bournemouth, oh, Bournemouth is when, um, sadly, I'm away in Australia. Right, yeah, okay, mate. Um, so we've got Palace, Brentford, Man City, Arsenal, Newcastle. Slim pickings, isn't it? Um, I'll tell you what, though, I'm just looking, I know people say about Newcastle, but the way the situation they're in currently with their injuries, mm. they're not in a good place. And if it's like that till after Christmas, then... It, it feels like Palace at home. We need it, to get. Points. Yeah, it's, it's an important one. We, we've, Massive. Yeah. We've, we've got to get. We've got to get some goals, and we've got to get that win. We've. I mean, there's no doubting that the players want it desperately. You know, again, but I just feel that it's important. Whatever happens this season, it's a bit of a roller coaster ride, up and downs, and we're having a great time. Um, yeah, I always say if we're not going to win, let's score first, give us some some happiness, mm. but. I generally think we have chances against Crystal Palace. I don't know about Brentford away. It could be a tough fixture. You know, Brentford yeah, are no yeah. mugs. They, they've been in the league. No, they're good. And they've they played well. Solid team, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
and they'll play to their strengths mm-hmm. and, and hopefully Manchester City if we can anything out of Manchester City it would be a bloody miracle just break Haaland's legs isn't it oh, don't do that <laughs> What's I mean I could <laughs> technically if I did it sign Roy Kane <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you do it you're banned for life <laughs> Oh yeah, that, I just think of the team though. Yeah, <laughs> yes. taking one for the team, <laughs> yeah, life ban. Yeah, uh, you know Manchester City, and Newcastle. It depends what Newcastle you get, doesn't it, with their mm-hmm. injuries? So, at the end of the day, we just need to get some more points on the board. It would be yeah. lovely. I still want to get over that eleven points really yeah. soon. Mm-hmm. You know, but two come, two wins come. does that. Two yeah. wins, other. Dave, there's no way. There's, there's no, no way nah. we're not getting two further wins. Oh no, he says um, that now. He's he's cursed. Isn't he? Oh no. no, there is no way. No, we're not it's, it's not consideration. No, there's there's no way we're not going to get over that point. Um, so enjoy the international break for people and and you too as well. Um, it's boring, though, no football. Well, I mean, there is Northern Irish. Well, there's football in, there's international <laughs> football. Talking of which, you there's think Northern about Northern Irish football. On. International players going out on international yeah. duty. Bell. Kaminsky, Lockyer, Ogbeni, Kabore, Brown, and even Joe Taylor. Joe mm. Taylor? He's playing for Wales. Is he Welsh? He's country. On Bell, because apparently he's getting close to fitness, this could be absolutely wonderful, wonderful for him mm-hmm. to get some match time. And so, depending when they're playing, well, it's Jamaica, a mm. bit hot weather as well. Yeah, even if it's just 45 minutes or something, but that could accelerate his sort of getting back to match fitness for us. The other side of international duty is international injuries. Mm. And that's something that concerns me. That's the me. thing I hate, yeah. But like you say... I, I think mean, we've been fairly lucky so far, though, with them. I don't recall players well, coming back before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, whatever happens, uh, we are not podcasting next week because of uh, the international break. Uh, unless something comes up that we can uh, talk about. Uh, please, if you're watching on gardening. YouTube... Sorry? Gardening. Talk about gardening next week's podcast. He's such a weed. <laughs> Dad jokes. Just keep to yourself tonight. <laughs> We're like weird, <laughs> Just stop me in my tracks there. If you're watching on YouTube, please leave some comments and tell us your thoughts about Luton Town or the Luton and Man United game or... Ted and Bengi or anything else you want to talk to us about. Um, before I go, I do need to say hello to Lauren and her dad, Kevin. Um, Lauren, we met Bataro a while ago when we was at Bournemouth away. And I promised, her a mention, Bournemouth? I, I promised her a mention that day and I forgot to do it. Uh, and Kevin, who we stood next to at Old Trafford on Saturday, reminded me of that fact. So, Lauren, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Kevin, thanks for watching and listening. Uh, everybody else, thanks for watching and listening. We love your comments. If we'd love to see you when we're out, come over, say hello, uh, and, and we'll see you. And we're just sorry that Dave's a bad human being, forgetting people, so yeah. Sorry, mate. Carry and on. on that note, we'll say goodnight. <laughs> Good night. Have a good one. Ooh, it's out.